Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Well, well, well. Hope you had a great weekend, everybody. Gang's all here, ready to go. Got our new home for those of you who are watching on Peacock. You can also listen 362 radio affiliates around the country. Boys are here, ready to go. We'll talk to the great Al Michaels. He'll join us a little bit later on. Chris Weber, NBA on TNT after yesterday's fireworks in the postseason. 877-3DP-SHOW. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at dpshow. McLovin will come up with a poll question. Ethan does all of our stats. And, of course, who can forget the contributions that Ethan makes to this program? Good morning, McLovin. What's wrong? I'm already hurting because Luka Doncic is the best player in the NBA, and I, I can't like disrespect him anymore. And then you throw Ethan at me. And your 76ers get swept by the Boston Celtics. 70, you, I don't know what team you speak of. You did the not 70- have a good weekend, McLovin. No. You did not have a good weekend at all. I was screaming at the TV, cover Luka, everyone's going to make fun of me. Did you make it on TV during the 76ers game? I... Uh, I'm Paulie's telling me to hold that hold story. It. Oh, it's a hold? We have a reveal for you, Dan. Ooh, okay. That'll be a little bit later on. McLovin, I believe, was at the 76ers game against the Boston Celtics. May or may not have been. Uh, yeah, uh, did you know the Sixers were going to get swept, Dan? That was. Well, we talked about the Eastern Conference, and I said, you're going to have really no competition there. There's not going to be any good series there. And for the most part, there wasn't. And we thought that there could be a couple of sweeps. If you would have said that the Nets were going to get swept, then I would have agreed with that. And I I would have agreed that Milwaukee would sweep Orlando. Orlando took the first one. But as far as Boston and Philadelphia yesterday, now is the process still continuing in Philadelphia? Because I don't know how long a process takes, McLovin. I think you're restarting the process. Tank again, I say. Yes, Paul. Should it be processed like it's over with the ED at the end? I think that's past tense. I don't know what tense is. Just put a stamp of uh, you know processed on it and then ship it down the road. Yep. Yeah, not good. You probably got a coach who's dead man walking and Brett Brown, and then you got to decide what you want to do with uh, Joel Embiid and or Ben Simmons. Remember they brought in Al Horford. They brought in Al Horford because they wanted to improve the locker room. So they paid a guy $100 million to come in and help out in the locker room. (laughs) That doesn't seem like a good process. It doesn't. Because if Joel Embiid doesn't know how to be a grown-up, or Ben Simmons can't be a leader, and you bring in Al Horford from the Celtics, and you go, yeah, we stole him from Boston, and you know what he's really good at? He's got a really good voice in the locker room. He's a leader. Apparently not that good a leader, because I don't know if anybody was listening to Al Horford. Certainly not Joel Embiid. Yeah, McLevin. Uh, are you going to mention that they traded the pick that could have been Jason Tatum for Markel Fultz? I, we, we've already gone down that road before. That one hurt. Jalil Okafor, 
We could continue. Nerlens Noel. Yes, Paul. I have more bad news. The 76ers next year owe Tobias Harris 33 million, Al Horford 27 million, yeah. they owe Embiid 30 million and Simmons 30 million next season. Yeah, good luck with that. Yeah. You know, big numbers can be deceiving for NBA players. Sometimes guys are great at filling stat sheet and uh, they don't win. Now, this has been McLovin's big knock on Luka Doncic. Like, okay, so he puts up big numbers. Everybody puts up big numbers. Let's see if he does it in the postseason. McLovin can't make that argument anymore. Certainly not after yesterday. Playing on a sprained ankle, Doncic goes for 43, 17, and 13, racing a 21-point deficit against the Clippers, then coldly draining the game winner in overtime as time expires. So the series is now two games apiece. When the playoffs started... I said, if the Lakers were playing the Mavs, the media would make the Mavs out to be giant killers. But the fact that they were playing the Clippers, people weren't talking about Dallas pulling off the upset. They should be up three games to one. They didn't even have Kristaps Porzingis yesterday. And Doncic does this against the Clippers. So here we are, two games apiece. I don't know where we are with Kristaps Porzingis. Doc Rivers has got a problem here. Now, it's never as big a problem as the Lakers because the Lakers are the most prominent team in L.A. and in the NBA. But the Clippers might be a better all-around team than the Lakers, and you can't get everybody on the same page. You know, playoff P, Paul George, small P, uh, hasn't done anything here. Uh, Kawhi played well. Lou Williams played well. For the life of me, I've never been told the, the uh, philosophy that I'm going to agree with when it comes to a game-winning shot, potential game-winning shot, and the star player has the ball, single coverage. I don't get it. Don't understand it. All I want to do is get the ball out of Luka Doncic's hands. If, if Seth Curry beats me, great. Tim Hardaway Jr. beats me, great. The best player will never beat me. And what did we have yesterday? Kawhi Leonard. Mr. Two-Way, best two-way player, best player in the game. He's better than LeBron. Okay. You got your moment here. Paul George, one of the great wing defenders. Oh, they, they play great on the, you know, okay, you got it. Here you go. Here's your moment. And what happens? Reggie Jackson gets switched off on Luka Doncic. Doncic hits a tough shot. But why is Reggie Jackson single coverage on Luka Doncic? Soon as Luca gets it, I go after him. That's it. I want him to pass the ball. Now, they might score two, then we go into another overtime, but I can't let him take the shot. There are certain guys who want the ball in those situations. I can't let you have it. And Luca didn't shy away from it, but Reggie Jackson on Luka Doncic is not a fair fight. And I don't understand that. But they come back, they tie the series. And, you know, a lot of times you'll have a moment that announces to the world, the sports world, not just basketball world, the sports world, hey, now we've seen something special. You know, Michael Jordan had that famous shot over Craig Elo. Now, it's not the same because Jordan had a legendary college career, hit the game-winning shot to win a national title. This was Jordan's coming out party with the playoffs because, you know, Jordan bowed out in the first round a few times in the playoffs. But now you got this skill set with Doncic and maybe he takes his game and the Mavs game to another level because that's where legacies are born. You got to be great in the postseason. As great as Lamar Jackson is, he's not Patrick Mahomes because Patrick Mahomes has a Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson can win an MVP. Winning in the postseason is where you, you, that's a status that you can't reach by just putting up numbers. You must have a win. And the whole country was watching. The whole NBA was watching. When you had everybody tweeting out about Luka Doncic, the players he plays against were like, whoa, you know, Steph Curry. Uh, you had uh, a couple of guys with the Atlanta Hawks. You had guys with the Lakers. You know, like They were all going like, whoa, we're seeing something really special here. But as you move on with this series, I don't know if Porzingis, who had a question mark with his knee, not able to play. Um, you know, Clippers got to start looking great here pretty soon. Because once you get into this next round, if you get into this next round, you got to be a lot more consistent than you've been. And it, feel like, it felt like the Clippers up 21, no Porzingis. All right, we got this one. We're going to go up three games to one.
But uh, and then the Nuggets and the Jazz, like that was really tasty. Jamal Murray put up fifty, and it was Donovan Mitchell was great as well. So there, I know scoring is up. This could be the highest scoring postseason in the last thirty-five years in NBA history. I don't know what the reason is because. You don't have a home court advantage unless that is the reason why that you're not going on the road that everybody's playing at the same facility here. But defense is optional here. Yeah, Seaton. Is it maybe just a hyper focus on basketball right now while you're in the bubble? Could be. I'll ask Chris Weber this, but you know, maybe all you have to do is just play basketball, maybe go fish, uh, Play golf a little bit, but uh, it might be that. But I'm looking at, you know, you're averaging. The NBA is on pace for the high-scoring postseason in 35 years. The average for all playoff games is 226 points combined per game. 226. And I'm watching yesterday with Murray. Murray played 43 minutes. He had 50 points. He had seven assists. He didn't commit a turnover. 50 points, and they lose. I can't, you know, we always go back to Utah, and I thought, nah, I don't give him too much of a chance. Conley left because his wife uh, was giving birth. Bogdanovich, who was probably their second best player, goes out with uh, the uh, wrist surgery. And I thought, at the beginning of the year, that was a team that could challenge for the Western Conference. And then all of a sudden, here they are putting the pieces back together. And I think most people thought Denver had the chance to be a spoiler in the West. Because of Bull Bull and Michael, remember that talk? That didn't last long. They got Bull Bull and they got Michael Porter Jr. Uh, they got the Joker here. They got Jamal Murray. And they have all those items. But uh, give credit to Utah because that was pretty amazing yesterday. All right, we got a poll question, by the way. Best and worst of the weekend, as we always do. What you saw that you liked, you didn't like, 877-3DP-SHOW. You can email. You can also tweet. And you have until the end of the month, the next greatpodcast.com. We have close to 500 entries. Submit your pitch, and I'm going to go into business. The winner, I'm going into business with you. You're going to, we're going to produce your podcast. We're going to pick up to 10 semifinalists. We're going to give you $1,000 to produce a pilot episode, and it does not have to be on sports. We keep getting that question. Does it have to be just sports? No, it can be on anything as long as you think it's sustainable that you could put out at least 10 episodes. That's all I'm asking. A chance, you know, during the pandemic, you probably want somebody to listen to your pitch. Now you get a chance. You get a chance to have your own podcast. Thanks to the great people at iHeartRadio who work with me on this process. This program is brought to you by Home Depot with everyday low prices, even bigger savings when you purchase by the pallet. The pro's best option when it comes to flooring, the Home Depot. How uh, uh, doers get more work done. McLovin, what kind of poll question do you have for me today? Okay, if we ask today who's coming out of the West, Lakers, Clippers, Jazz, Rockets, Mavericks, is it the Lakers? Who wins that poll? Well, all of a sudden, the Lakers are all better, right? They had the game one loss, and then all oh, know the sky's falling. And now they're playing a little bit better. And now we don't look at this as uh, you know possibility of them you know being upset by the Portland Trailblazers. Lakers still have issues. It's just Portland was not going to, I think, exacerbate those issues. The next round, probably those issues will be front and center on a more consistent basis. But um, I'm going to guess you'd probably still get the Lakers. Um, I haven't seen greatness out of the Clippers. And goodness is not going to get you to the Western Conference Finals. I got to see some greatness here. And I need to see some consistency. So I, I would say the Lakers out of the West. What else do you have? Uh, I was going to ask who wins this Clippers-Mavs series. I think that would be close to 50-50. It might be, but I would still say the Clippers because I don't know Porzingis' status. I think he had an MRI or is having an MRI. Can I ask Luka to do this again? And you, you erased a 21-point deficit. I, I mean, Doncic is 21 years of age, but you're, you're asking. Now, he got help, though. Curry and Trey Burke, I mean, they, got, they had some help yesterday. But I got to have Porzingis in there. And if you say Porzingis is healthy, then this might come down to uh, 60-40. People would think the Clippers over the Mavs. I mean, the Mavs are 
They're legitimate. They were the one of the highest scoring teams in the NBA. And you got a guy who is making everybody else better, not just one dimensional. Yeah, McLovin. Uh, another poll, uh, former uh, Trey Burke's former team, the Sixers. If they were going to trade one of these guys, Ben Simmons or Embiid, who would you trade? You know what bothers me about Joel Embiid is his body language. You know, this is where you want a great player to be great. You're not going to beat the Celtics. You're not going to win the series. But this is where you have to say, in these moments, you can count on me to still be great. And body language-wise. Because he is, he's got this ability to take over a game and really be a top-five player. I just don't know if you can't occasionally want to be or act like the, one of the top five players. A top five player is great. I can count on him. He, he talks like a great player, a top five player. He just doesn't act like it. And the problem I see with the Sixers is there's a general malaise there that just says, yeah, and we're not any good. We're going to get our coach fired here. Yeah, Todd. And it's tough to be a leader and then have that immature response he had after the game. I know you're frustrated and you just got swept, but he was asked a very legitimate question that anybody should feel comfortable asking, and for him to react the way he did, I thought it was a poor job. Yeah, I thought it was embarrassing. Here's the question and uh, Joel Embiid's response. What do you think the issue is with this team? I mean, do you think it's the way it's built? Do you think it's coaching? Do you think it's the bad luck with the injuries, all of the above? What would you say the issue is? Because, you know, like Brett and that's a that's a that's a very stupid question. There's no issue. We good. We just didn't win. Uh, we came out. We couldn't make shots the whole series. So, man, like it's frustrating. You know, I felt like everybody played hard. Uh, we tried. Uh, you just shots that just didn't fall, and then at times. Uh, defense was not good. It's not a stupid question. It wasn't a well-structured question. Just ask, what is wrong? You don't have to give him, like, let me give you five options here. You know, this isn't the SAT. What went wrong with his team this year? That's all you need to ask. I mean, you got swept. You have questions. It wasn't just Ben Simmons being injured. I mean, Look at the Brooklyn Nets. And as much as I don't like Kyrie, I love what I saw with the Nets. They played hard every single game. They played like they wanted their coach to be hired full-time, Jacques Vaughn. They played like they wanted or felt like they could win every game. Now, they didn't, and they got roughed up by the Raptors, which we thought they would. But, you know, there's a big difference here. Those guys... Didn't have necessarily the talent, but they did have the attitude to go out there and play hard. Remember when they beat the Bucs? They were 18.5-point underdogs, and that's when everybody goes, wow, wait a minute. The Nets without Kyrie and KD, and they beat you know, the Bucs? And look, the Raptors are a dangerous team, probably the best team in the East, And uh, but the Nets played hard every single game. And the problem I have with what I saw with the Sixers, there was no enthusiasm. There was no sense of urgency whatsoever. And you pay the price. But Joel Embiid, be a leader. Answer the question. You got swept. We'll take a break. We'll talk to Chris Weber. Get his thoughts on a variety of things, including why would you just have one person on Luka Doncic with the game on the line? That's coming up next. Your phone calls as well. Best and worst of the weekend. And the great Al Michaels a little bit later on as well. 18 after the hour. This is the Dan Patrick Show. As you can tell, I got a great night's sleep. That's why I got all this energy here, ready to go, fired up. And uh, it helps having the best bed. The Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed. Sleep Number is the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. So shop your way. You can go to a Sleep Number store. I just did that a couple of days ago. You can go online at sleepnumber.com slash Patrick or chat if you would like to. And when you think about it, as more places reopen and we safely enjoy summer, quality sleep more important than ever. Not only is it a natural immunity booster, it also helps with energy and recovery. Sleep prepares you to be more balanced emotionally. People are beginning to realize how important sleep is to their general health and well-being. And you're looking for seven to eight hours of sleep per night. But sleepers who routinely use their Sleep Number 360 smart bed that features Sleep IQ technology can improve quality sleep by over 15 minutes each night, the Sleep Number 360 limited edition smart bed, save up to 50% on it. Sleep Number store, you can go online at sleepnumber.com. 
slash Patrick or by chat. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Dan Patrick Show brought to you by Mercedes-AMG. Be prepared for whatever comes your way. It's the all-new GT four-door coupe because life is a race. Visit your local dealership for a test drive today. If you missed any of our celebrity interviews this week from the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave, Go to danpatrick.com, watch and listen from inside the Mercedes-AMG Man Cave. Mercedes-AMG driving performance. We'll get to your phone calls, best and worst of the weekend, as we always do every Monday. I think we've come up with a new T-shirt, given the fact that this is the highest scoring postseason in the last 35 years in the NBA. There's no D in Orlando, so it's just uh, a T-shirt that has the the logo, and it's Orlando. I think that... uh, that would probably be uh, pretty appropriate considering what's going on so far. Chris Weber didn't play any defense. TNT's coverage of the NBA playoffs continues tonight with the triple header starting at 4 Eastern. Chris Weber will be on the call for game four tonight between the Lakers and the Blazers at 9 Eastern. Good morning, C. Webb. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you doing today? I'm doing okay. Why have we seen these crazy numbers as far as scoring, the highest scoring postseason in the last 35 years? Well, you know, I said before this whole experience that I thought the bubble was the great equalizer. And what I meant by that was, you know, the momentum isn't as tangible. You know, if you're a first-year player uh, in the playoffs, it's not uh, 
it's not as uh, intimidating. You don't have thousands of fans yelling at you. Uh, the energy, you saw Porzingis get a technical in his first game. Well, I expected that from young guys. He's been waiting to be in the playoffs for five years. So how do you manage that emotion? And here you don't have to, along with the travel. You know, after games, you know, usually last night you would have left around 1.30 in the morning, got to a hotel on the West Coast, the longest travel, 4.30 in the morning, had to eat, wake up this morning and have meetings. And so you don't have any of that. Everyone has the same routine. And I think that that's allowed for just some really good play along with this is the most rested we've ever seen any players uh, head into the playoffs. And I think rest has a lot to do with it because of the hiatus. Explain this to me, because I'm still waiting to find an answer, that I never want the best player on the floor to have the ball with the chance to win the game. I'd, I would run two people at you. I want you to give up the ball. The Clippers allowed to have Luka to get the ball, and then even a switch on defense that Reggie Jackson ended up with him. I know that I look at the end result and he made it. I just don't like single coverage on the you know great players and that was my biggest issue. Well, I had a few issues with the Clippers, but that one, explain that to me. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I just think the fact, though, that because Kai, uh, Kawhi was on him, I think it was miscommunication. And mm. so, first of all, you're right in your strategy. Take it out the hot man's hands, you know. But the problem is on that team, you still have Hardaway and others that could shoot, but I'd rather have them shoot before Luka. But that switch, once you get into it, and, and that's the way that it was, and you got to look at the brilliance of his move. With, it's a move called the hands up and hands up is when you dribble, you look up and you hesitate and you keep going. And because he can shoot off the dribble, his hands up is crazy. You have to honor every fate that Luca has. So one, you're right. It should have doubled. But when they didn't, I thought Reggie Jackson played as good a defense as you could because yeah. you still have to watch out for the pump fake and him leaning into you that late. So um, that's what we call good D, better O. And uh, Luke is just, uh, he's just starting off, um, starting off making a little resume for himself on why he's, uh, he's going to be a great one pretty soon. Explain his greatness. Okay. Um, he's 6'8". He's strong. I'm talking about he's really strong. He's about 250, 255. Uh, he can get anywhere he wants in the paint because he's quick because of his footwork. You don't have to be fast in this game. Fast is more for the John Walls and, and the Westbrooks when you're going full court. He's not that player that's going to go full court. Actually, he is. All he needs is a screen at the top of the key. And depending on how high they screen, he can either shoot a 40-foot three, a 30-foot three, or he can lay it up. He can finish inside. He can facilitate out of the post when he wants to. He's unselfish, and the best thing I like about him, Dan, that boy got hard. <laughs> you see him talking to them the other day, letting them know. So for me, old school, that performance and the way that he was saying, I'm here, stop me, that, that for me, that, that, was, that was exciting. Even when he made the shot and it wasn't a crowd, to me it was almost more exciting than a crowd being there because you really saw the raw emotion of the team. And um, he, he's, he's good, but most importantly, he's savvy. He's a leader, and, and he has confidence. Okay, what do you do, uh, if anything, if you're the NBA to Montrez Harrell, who had some things to say to Luca a couple of times during the previous game? Do you find yeah, well, suspend? Well, I, I think uh, that's something for the league office to talk about. I also think that's the responsibility of the league that uh, I don't know if we need to see a player's mouth in slow motion every time they make a play. Um, there's a lot of things said out there. <laughs> And it's messed up. So first of all, saying stuff is one thing. So I don't want to speak on what he said. That's one thing, and it may be a suspension. And secondly, I know there were things that were said just as bad or worse in every game since I've been here. And it's just been whose mouth they put the camera on. But what did you face? What did you hear when you played? Um, ours was more, ours was more um, questioning your manhood. You know, um, ours was more, you know, um, I, I, very honestly, I really didn't hear a lot because I will win a crazy contest. So you don't want to talk <laughs> to the guy that will win a crazy contest. And, um, Wait, what do, you, what do you mean you would win a crazy contest? Well, I win a crazy contest? <laughs> it was an old Fred Sanford uh, episode. <laughs> Where Lamont, uh, uh, where Lamont and Grady were together, and Lamont had a date in a bar, and this guy was going to beat him up. And so Grady told him, listen, just act crazy. And Lamont was just act streaming, act like he knew karate. And the guy was like, I'm not fighting you. You crazy. So for me, it was just that 
you know, I'm, I'm kind of quiet. I'll talk junk on the move. But if we really want to get into talking, you don't want to do that because I will talk to you every day for the rest of your life. Remember every game. And you just don't want that because the stuff I could pull out, you, you just don't want I mean, I've called a timeout. I've been to the worst. I, I can I can I can mind game you. And so uh, my thing was um, just keep it quiet. But Gary Payton. He was, uh, I used to love playing against him because he used to talk so much junk to my players. I remember the first game Tasia played and he told, <laughs> he told Tasia, if you shoot the ball again, Tasia made it, he said, you shoot the ball again, I'm going to smack the hell out of you. And uh, I won the crazy contest because I told Coach, hey, I got to get, you know, kicked out of this game to show Tasia that, um, you know, I got us back forever. And uh, me and Gary just, we just went at it. And we had the craziest talking match. And then we went out to dinner after the game. And uh, it, it, was, it was a little WWF when you talk. But uh, for some guys, if you don't know, it's real. But you just got to get through the mental games. Man. We're talking to Chris Weber, Turner Sports NBA analyst. Are the Clippers in trouble? Yes. Why? Well, Doc Rivers told me before game three that they were lucky to be tied at one and one. Um, they're in trouble because... Uh, you know, it is almost like having a fourth and five and running it every time and you're on your own 30-yard line. You know how deflating that could be, you know. And when they penetrate, I mean, you think about it, this is the best, in my opinion, defensive team, especially on the perimeter, Pat Beverly or not. And so the fact that Luka has just been straight up able to dominate, kind of like Donovan Mitchell against Denver, when you have those type of series and those type of games, um, you know, L.A. knows that they could lose. You know, PG hasn't really had a, a good game in this series. Think about this. Porzingis didn't even play last game. He's an early game scratch, yeah. you know? So, yeah, they're in trouble. They're, they're in a lot of trouble. I don't understand the Paul George situation here. It, is he injured? Is there something we don't know about Paul George that he has not been that great player he was in Oklahoma City? It could be, but I don't know what that is. Um, I like how he's taking responsibility, at least in game one and two. And some guys have slumps. You know, I thought he took some really good shots uh, in game three. I thought he kept playing defense and staying involved. But, you know, man, I don't know what it is. Sometimes uh, some kind of guys get the yips in the playoffs or sometimes they just have a bad series. But when you have consecutive series in different years, it you know, it does stand out to you and make you go, hey, uh, uh, what's going on? But, you know, as I'm interested to see tonight we have the game, but after uh, the game the other day, we asked Kawhi, you know, can you guys win without this? And, and I loved his answer. He was like, yeah, we, we can win, and Paul's going to come out shooting. So I'm just interested in seeing L.A., to me, has played Hollywood a little bit. Like when the Lakers didn't have Kobe, they were a little too cool and didn't win, and it was like the Lake Show without any substance. Well, that seems to be like what – going on with the Clippers now because they used to come out and get on you defensively, stay on you, and it's just been a, a different uh, team. Harold uh, Montrez has to get into shape. He's not running off, so um, they're, they're definitely in trouble because uh, Dallas is good. They have confidence, and they want to prove to the world that um, they can beat uh, all of our predictions for champions. Blazers take game one. Lakers have come back and look like we thought they would. Uh, Lakers still have issues? I think they're still going to have issues, but they still have LeBron, so they're going to always have a chance. But, yeah, they have issues. They, don't, they need shooting. They need perimeter shooting. And uh, until they find that, uh, I would force LeBron to keep scoring or I would double-team him and take the ball out of his hands and just make the others beat you. That, that's what you have to do with, with LeBron on the floor. And so, um, yeah, that's going to continue to be an issue, and they're going to have to continue to find ways uh, to overcome uh, their shooting woes. 76ers game plan, is it – now officially processed because the process doesn't continue after what we saw uh, in the bubble here. What's next? Yeah, um, I, I, I think you, I think you, you blow that team up. Um, uh, who I, do I you keep? It depends on who the locker room likes. But I don't. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just brought this up, Chris. They brought in Al Horford. They spent Al Horford. They spent one hundred million dollars on Al Horford to come in and be a locker room presence. An older Al Horford. Yes. An older Al Horford that can't play, uh, that can't play like he used to. Yeah. I, I, I questioned that decision then. Yeah. You think about the Celtics made an offer and they didn't want to see him go, but they were like, for that, okay. <laughs> you <love> you, <laughs> see, see you later. So, yeah, I think you have to question some decision makers, even letting Reddit go. I mean, they, they really had some, some good pieces there. And you think about it, losing 25 games consecutively 
twice in a season, tanking to get to this point, talking about the process, monetizing the losses, and then getting here and, and it being this way. It's, it's um, really disappointing. But I think you're going to have to make a choice between Simmons and you're going to have to make a choice between Embiid. It's just, just anytime you hear rumblings between players, that to me, just blow it up early because it, it, it can't get any better. And then you see in the playoffs with Embiid by itself, you can't do it. So they're going to have to figure something out, but definitely start with whoever they keep with those two or one or the other. They're going to have to get some shooting around that individual. Kobe would have turned 42 yesterday. What's your favorite memory about him? Man, I got so many. Uh, just, 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 uh, just the rivalry. You know, we, we used to talk about that a lot. And, and he understood. And the reason why he was so great was because he understood that he's one shot away from losing. He respected every uh, opponent. That's why he treated them all as if he was playing against Jordan or Bird or the best. And so my favorite memories are just being around him talking basketball or hearing a little snide remark about the Kings from him slipping. And I'm like, what did you just say about (laughs) (laughs) Those two things. And then um, just loved watching him mature after. You know, as athletes, you you know, we're all, our families support us so much. And, you know, you know, uh, they, they, from what you being on the road, they support us so much. And so after retirement, you just want to give back so much to him. And it's just, uh, I knew he was looking forward to this part of his life to spend with his family. I still find that amazing when he put up 81 on the Raptors and he went to dinner and Jalen Rose was with him or he went to dinner with Jalen Rose and Jalen was on the Raptors and Kobe ordered a martini and he asked for 81 olives. Did you ever hear that story? No, but that's cold. <laughs> that's cold. And I bet he brought them all there and had them on a two-pick. <laughs> 57, 58, yeah. uh, Great to see you. I hope you're doing well in the bubble there. Uh, C-Web will be, uh, let's see, game four tonight. Lakers and the Blazers. That's at 9 Eastern on uh, TNT with Brian Anderson. Uh, great talk to you, C-Web. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for having me. All right. Yeah, the whole thing about being in the bubble, and Chris brought it up there, that, you know, this, you know, that familiarity of just being in a, in a, a gym and it doesn't give anybody a decided advantage or disadvantage. Whereas if you go on the road and you play at Staples or you're going to play in uh, Boston Garden, where you might have a home court advantage there, you don't have that in the bubble. But the offense, these offensive numbers are off the charts. And they're going to probably continue. Although, once you get into a little later into the postseason, I think you'll see the numbers come down significantly because once you start getting into those kind of games and those series and they're better teams, and are you playing half-court offense? How's your half-court offense? How's your half-court defense? That's usually what it comes down to. Because I was watching the Nets uh, yesterday, and that game is just up and down the floor. There's no half-court sets whatsoever. And once you get in to the postseason as far as second, you know, the Western Eastern Conference, then I think you're going to see uh, a lot more defense, not as much offense, because they're just not going to let you go up and down the floor. I think it'll be a lot more physical. Yeah, Paul. Do you guys find yourself almost desensitized to the lack of crowds more so as it goes along? I'm, the NBA, I'm getting really used to not having crowds there. When Luka hit the shot, his teammates jumped on him, and, you know, there were no crowd shots, but it's almost like it's it's fading, the, that, that feeling. I had no issue with it yesterday, and I felt the same way where I'm just watching it. I'm like, okay, they've dressed it up. It's not real, but they've dressed it up, and, and they did the best that they could. And then I'm watching the 76ers and the Celtics, <laughs> and all of a sudden I see Scottie Pippen, and then I see McLovin is next to Scottie Pippen, and then B.J. Armstrong. I, I want to take a break because I want you to explain how did you end up at the 76ers game? All right? Virtually. Yeah, virtually. Of course you did. Uh, We'll get to phone calls. We'll settle on a play. uh, Play of the day is up next. We'll settle on a poll question as well. Once again, glad you're joining us on Peacock, our new home. And for the people watching on YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show, we want to make that transition as easy as possible. So we're going to be on YouTube for this week. And then we'll officially be moving to Peacock next week. But uh, say good morning to Chat Row, those watching, those listening. Back with our play of the day right after this. 
Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live every day at youtube.com slash the Dan Patrick Show. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Oh, my God. The play, the play, the play. of the day. Runner left side, got it! Play it and play it. This is the play of the day. Check this out. Vinny Smith trying to get it to Luka. They do, but way outside. Can he get it away in time on the step back? He does. He hits. He hits. And the Mavericks have won the game. Luka Doncic with a 30-footer to win it at the horn. And the series is tied at two games apiece. That's the play of the day, courtesy of KESN 1033. Luka goes for 43-17 and 13 assists. And the buzzer beater. They overcame a 21-point second-quarter deficit. When you see that highlight again, as soon as Luka releases the ball and you watch the Clippers bench, and then it goes in and you see Doc Rivers just walk by himself into the locker room. So as soon as it goes in and then Luka celebrates, you just see Doc Rivers is... I would love to have heard Doc Rivers in that locker room. And Reggie Jackson did his best that he could. I can't switch in a situation like that if I've got Kawhi Leonard. And it, I, I have to take the ball out of his hands. If Seth Curry beats me, if it, just like when I, I would watch the Bulls, if John Paxson's going to beat me or Steve Kerr, I can live with that. I can't live with Michael Jordan beating me. The great players, and I see it so many times, 
where we allow them to go one-on-one. We let them isolate. I want to go. I want to throw another man at you. I just want you to give up the ball. I want to put it in the hands of somebody who normally doesn't take that shot. That's my biggest problem. Play of the Day is brought to you by Home Depot. Everyday low prices, even bigger savings when you purchase by the pallet. The pro's best option when it comes to flooring. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Yes, Paul? So the previous uh, uh, possession, I think Kawhi has the ball, and Jeff Van Gundy says that exact same thing. He goes, they should double-team Kawhi, make him give up the ball, and live with whatever shot is taken by another player. He goes, I'm fine with that. I'm a coach. If I can get the ball to Kawhi's hands, and they didn't double-team Kawhi, but he did give the ball up to Morris and he hit the shot. And he, and. Van Gundy said exactly what you're saying. That's what the coaches always want. The, uh, this according to The Athletic, the Brooklyn Nets, eliminated from the playoffs, have interest in Greg Popovich as their next head coach. Now, this has been out there for about a month. What team wouldn't have interest in Greg Popovich? I don't know how real it is, because... I thought Pop might be done with the Spurs, but I didn't look at this and say, well, he might be done with the Spurs, but not done with coaching. This according to The Athletic. 76ers are expected to fire Brett Brown, and they just throw in a bunch of names here. Um, You're going to hear Jay Wright from Villanova for the 76ers. Uh, Ty Lue is also in there. So there's a few uh, names that you've heard of before. That's according to uh, The Athletic. All right, so McLevin, you're in the crowd of the 76ers game against the Celtics. How does that happen that you are sitting virtually next to Scottie Pippen? So uh, we have a friend at Michelob Ultra who has like a box. Like they actually like divide it into boxes. Like I'm in a luxury suite. Uh, so it's a little sub. <laughs> it's Microsoft Teams and you're in this little sub room where you can see the 25 people with you on half the screen and the game on the other half of the screen. The problem is my daughter starts streaming a Disney movie right next to me and all of a sudden the game is glitchy. So Josh Richardson's bricks are not coming in in full, uh, full color. So you can't react to the game because... It's hard to get all the technology working, and they were they had a uh, Microsoft Teams had a help person on the entire time, telling fans like, "Listen, you got to adjust your camera here or there." So they, it was really organized and lots of rules. Is there a moderator? Yeah, there was a there was a hype person in our suite. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, what do you mean hype? Like you have to get excited that you're not already excited. It, it's the we're down 2-0 and about to lose a third game. Yeah, they had Michelob Ultra had a hype guy in there uh, because it was a celebrity. Scottie Pippen and B.J. Armstrong were in there. So at slow moments of the game, he would talk to Scottie Pippen. He was sort of entertaining the crowd. So it was like a corporate sweet feel. Did you have a virtual keg in there? <laughs> no, they sent they sent thirty dollars worth of Michelob Ultra to everyone in the suite uh, delivered from your local deli. So everybody was uh, <laughs> drinking beer. It was just like a. Like a corporate event. You know yeah. how like corporations yeah. so it felt like a suite. Yeah. And uh, I did actually ask Scotty a question. I said, who's better, <laughs> Luka Doncic or Tony Kukoc? Oh. And I knew they would back Tony a little bit. And he, he, what he did say, he said Kukoc would be unstoppable in today's game. But Luka's a little better. Yeah, Tony, Tony is actually underrated. Tony Kukoc is underrated. He was a really, really talented player at that height with that handle and he could play point, um, and he had a lot of European hype coming over here. But, you know, when he got, he got shut down by the Dream Team in the, in the uh, Olympics, and then he kind of tapered off a little bit, and then he got caught up in the, uh, the shadows of, of Michael and Scotty when he got there. Are those two players comparable? Luca, does he remind you a little bit, or is Luca just a different thing? Luca's different. Yeah, Luca's different. Yeah, Seton. I was going to ask Andrew if he could interact with the people in his suite. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah you could, uh, just in the little pod. Uh, and they, they knew once, they said, well, you're about to be on TV. So that was cool. But then I watched the rest of the thing. You notice, like, if there's a lot of stone-faced people, that's all home internet connections, mostly kids. <laughs> <laughs> They're frozen. Freeze-ups, yeah. Uh, phone calls here, best and worst of the weekend, as we do every Monday. It's uh, Adam in Texas who leads us off. Adam, good morning. What's on your mind today? Hey, bud. Hey, First time, long time, 5'9", and a hard 200. Best of the week, getting engaged in a year filled with nothing but bad news. Oh, Worst congratulations. Wait, but that's not Thank the you. bad news. That's good news. That is good news. Okay. Worst, yeah. worst of the week is a tie between 
not being able to celebrate with my boy, Millie 24, and being a first-time season ticket holder for the Aggies and potentially not even getting to go to any of the games. So, suck it back row. All right. Well, thank you, Adam. Uh, James in Virginia joining us. Hey, James. Oh, good morning, brother. Thank you for taking my call, man. We are Washington. And if I'm going to start with that, let me give out my best wishes to Coach Juan Rivera, and I'm sure the entire sports world is behind him and his fight against uh, this incurable disease, man. So best wishes to Coach Juan Rivera. We are Washington, man. And for my best and best of the weekend, Luca, 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 man. Oh, my God. Is there another face of the NBA uh, uh, coming before us, right before our eyes right now? This guy is absolutely amazing. And I don't know if it's just because I like LeBron so much, but watching the Clippers go down was such a great feeling. I, I can't explain it. And then finally, man, yesterday, me and my good friend Gavin, man, we sat down for about three hours and put together our one-minute drop. I'm so excited to uh, send it in, man. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, it, it, I can't believe it took so long to do a one-minute drop, man, but it's very exciting. And uh, I, I'm going to send it in uh, in a couple of days after we put our final, final touches on it. And I just want to say thank you again, DP, for always being great. Danet, have a great day. All right. Well, thank you, James. Nextgreatpodcast.com. You have till the end of the month to get your entries in. And then we'll pick out 10 semifinalists, then eventually pick up, pick out the uh, one winner. All right. We'll take a break here. Coming up. More phone calls. Al Michaels will stop by as well. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. Settle on our poll question as well. One hour in the books, two more to go on this Monday. Dan Patrick Show. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 